0: everyone to Authors on the Air. I'm your host Pam Stack. We are proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Today I have the absolute pleasure and delight to bring to you Carrie Ann King aka Carrie Schaefer aka the Goat Queen. You'll you'll have to go on her page and ask her why I call her that. (laughs) <laughs> Carrie is also the host of Tell Me Your Secrets, um, a video podcast in the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. And most important of all, we're friends. Hi,
1: Carrie. Hi, Pam. It's so I, nice forgot, to you. I know I forgot to bring my goats. I left them. we
0: you, you know, next time you have to bring the staff too. And <laughs> and the herding dog. <laughs> Today we're here to talk about Carrie's new book, Other People's Things. Now. Carrie writes in two, and, and it's right behind her on her screen too. So, so we're giving it plenty of airtime. Isn't that a beautiful cover? The color I went to pluck this off my bookshelf and it was so easy to find. I knew it was the pretty cover. So um, for those of you who don't know, Carrie writes in two different genres As Carrie Ann King. She writes with a little bit of a supernatural twist. And as Carrie Schaefer, she writes women's fiction Switch I switch that talk. reverse. Oh, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's Carrie Ann King, she writes the women's fiction. It's <laughs> Carrie Chambers, she writes of the supernatural. Sorry yeah. about that. No, uh, you know, well, it's all the same to me. It's Carrie writing books. Yeah. So other people's things is her new release. This is put out by Lake Union, which is an Amazon imprint, for those of you who don't know, and some of the best women's fiction you're ever going to find. And Carrie's right up there with the best of the best. So let me tell you a little bit about Carrie. These are the things I know that are not in her bio. She lives at the upper northwest point of the world, probably close to goats and reindeer. Uh, She lives on a big piece of property that has an old boat in the backyard that she turned into like a guest room. I don't want to go and visit her. You know, it's like her AB- Airbnb room. She's married yeah. to a man whom she calls the Viking. She will never show his picture. Although she did show me a shadow cause he's a big tall guy. And the fact of the matter is he doesn't even like to be on social media. He wants nothing to do with her writing stuff. He just wants her to cook, clean, and get babies for him.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that wasn't your Viking. That was somebody. That's not my Viking. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, that's so funny, Pam, because somebody followed me today on you know, on social media. It was one of those guy follow things. Right, right. And I looked at his profile, and it was looking for a God-fearing woman for a relationship. And I was like, I am not your type. You're put pregnant and cooking and cleaning, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Everyone nope. wants that. We're, we're in a hurry for that. Um, Carrie, I, I, this is not your first time on this show. And of course, we get to see you often on Tell Me Your Secrets. But for those who have not ever met you before, understand how that can happen. I want to talk about your background because your background isn't actually as a writer until your business life. You may have always wanted to write, but your business life kind of got in the way for a little while. So tell us about when you started writing and what you were doing until you got to this point.
1: Yeah, um, not just my business life got in the way of my writing, my life got in the way of my writing. So, really, I mean, even as a child, I loved books and I wanted to write. And I started writing poetry uh, around sixth grade or whatever. And then I was messing around with writing things ever after. Um, but you know, I got I got married young. i I was 21 and he was 20. And I had been raised in the <laughs> good God, fearing woman sort of philosophy. So um I really did believe in doing the good wifey thing um he was a musician and i believed his career was more important than mine and i promoted his music and then we had kids um so things just kept happening it took me 10 years to write my first novel i was a nurse i became a mental health counselor i raised children i did all the things then um actually my husband died suddenly and traumatically when um I was 39. What a year for such thing to happen. And that that was when the lights really came on for me, though, when I realized that nobody was just going to show up one day and say, hey, your schedule's clear. You want to be a writer? Here's all the time in the world. It's not ever going to happen. So I just got serious. I'm gonna write books now and I'm going to make time for that and I'm going to submit them. So I started doing that. A few years after that, my first book was published. It was a Carrie Shaper book. It was fantasy, a book called Between. And I just kept writing books. um somewhere along the line, my agent said, "Hey, you should try writing women's fiction. You're a mental health counselor. You get this um family complications, psychological drama suspense stuff." Yeah. So that's how Carrie Ann King came to be. And now here we are on book six as Carrie Ann King with other people's things. I love
0: it. I think that's great. You know, it's interesting. You said at 39, you were a widow. And
1: Uh, don't use that
0: word. We don't use that W word. (laughs) Okay. You were alone. Yeah, there you go. At that time, uh, I remember and thinking back now that 40 was the best time of my life. I mean it was the most fun. I, you know, was doing so many things and I really enjoyed my 40s. I felt like I had come into myself as a as a woman. I was doing everything I wanted to do. And interestingly enough I still am, but 40 seems to be that tipping point. Do you think so too? I, I
1: really, you know, and it, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, because of course, it was really sad um, sure. to, to lose somebody that you'd been with for that long. And I did love him. And he was a good person. But yeah, in so many ways, there was so much freedom from that. I no longer felt the need to live up to what was expected of me. Um, I really stepped over a lot of traces at that time and um, felt free to begin exploring who I really wanted to be and stopped worrying yeah. about what everyone thought um because there you really have to it's like why i don't like the w word it's like you know the good widow is going to stay home nicely and raise her children and be sort of subdued and no sorry (laughs) no
0: well, I mean, it, and plus you were married so young, so yeah. you fell into traditional roles. I did. Just because you hadn't lived long enough to know that you didn't have to have traditional roles. Right. And um, which is why I never advocate for anyone to get married in your 20s. It seems to me you change your mind so much about who you are because you haven't lived long enough as an right. adult, you know. I mean, people change political parties. They change religious and philosophical beliefs. So I, I'm a big believer in waiting, waiting, waiting. And now I'm a believer in never doing it again. So, you know, <laughs> don't ever do it if you can get away with it. You know. <laughs> anyway, so other people's things is your follow-up book, and it's not—they're not related. These are standalone books, right? Okay, right. Yeah. So I want to talk. <laughs> Because you you have such a great description on the back. Jailbird, clipto spectacular failure to launch. Nicole Woods' sticky fingers have earned her many names. But it's not that she's stealing. Some objects need to be moved elsewhere. I love that description more than anything. It is such a perfect opening for someone who wants to read this book. Tell us a little bit about dear Nicole
1: Wood. <laughs> dear Nicole, poor Nicole. Um, she just has this issue, not an issue, ever since she was a child, she has sensed that some objects really just are not in the right place and need to be elsewhere. It's a compulsion really for her. One of these objects shows up and it must be moved. So, as you can imagine, um, when you're somebody who has an object relocation program, to your parents, your family, your teachers, the law enforcement people, um, it looks like maybe something a little other because those things belong to other people who want them to stay where they are. <laughs> so. Exactly. She has got herself in a lot of trouble over the years. It's uh, made her into a high school dropout. She's been in and out of jail. She's got a record. It's hard to get a job when you're a relocator of objects. And the latest thing that she's done is relocated a rather large sum of money that belongs to her lawyer husband. So now she's looking at maybe prison, definitely at force. Life is not going so well for her. Um, when I first saw the title of your
0: book, it kind of reminded me of the old film, Other People's Money. I think Danny DeVito was in it. And he was a relocator of funds and not in a good way. So um, it was a l- really a lot of fun to read this because most of the objects she relocated, and, and that's a great title for her, her, you know, her avocation and her vocation as a relocator <laughs> of objects. But most of them were harmless in the beginning and like any other compulsion it has a, it works its way up so when you were writing this book did
1: the words flow easily to you yes as a matter of fact um well I, let me let me qualify that it began really well i called it the gift book for about the first three quarters of the book, it seemed like in many ways it was just writing itself. And it was so much fun. And I loved it. And I'd just sit down and the words would flow and be, oh, look, I wrote so many words today. Yeah. And then I got really, really stuck <laughs> About three quarters of the way through as things happen. Um, Often for me, as a matter of fact. So I was in the shower hanging out with my muse. That's where my muse lives. I think lots of muses live in the shower. I don't know exactly why they like to hang out there, but they do. So I was hanging out in the shower and all of a sudden this character showed up that wasn't in the book yet at all. I have to say, again, three quarters of the way through, he announced that his name was Hawk, that he was a private investigator and that he had come to solve all of my problems so um yes i embraced that and him immediately and wrote him in and that was a little trickier so when you come to a
0: block like that because this has always fascinated me because everybody says well you don't have a writer's block you have a storyline or a character block and and maybe that's true i don't know because you know i'm not a writer but when you finally have that revelation and you say ah I know where I'm going. And like you said, you're three quarters of the way through the book. How do you backtrack Hawk into the story or hear
1: you? Well, yeah, it's not backtrack. It's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so go back to the beginning and write him in. Um, he he belonged. I, anybody who's read the book is going to tell you he totally belongs there. I, as a matter of fact, I've been getting a whole bunch of requests for a sequel or a series to this book with Hawk and Nicole. People love them both, which is making me very happy. Um, I knew where he needed to be, and I knew how he needed to be. So it was just a question of redrafting things to work him in and not every scene needed him added in but many did and then he needed some scenes of his own um as a matter of fact at one point my editors wanted me to cut his point of view like keep him but take away his point of view chapters and i was like uh -uh, uh -uh." so i actually amped it up i (laughs) actually gave him more scenes instead of taking them away um Because he needed to be there, and it was very clear. I think once I'm really clear on something and I have that epiphany moment, then I will just do whatever it takes to make it work. Yeah. I I like sidekicks
0: that have their own storyline, too, and their own POV and their own dialogue and their own background and all, and that they can wander off the pages without the lead character being there to support them. I think that's how you know you've got a great sidekick character. So I think of like the Fox and O'Hare books that Janet Ivanovich writes with a multitude of people. Um, I think about, um, you know, like Bob Crace writes about Elvis, but his sidekick is Joe P- Pike, who's every bit as important in there. So there are a lot of sidekicks that demand their own stories and so i'm thrilled that you inserted him and i like the name anyway because it always reminds me of spencer and hawk so you know and i love that character more than life itself (laughs) i thought it was the best especially in the tv show so i'm partial to names names to me are just a really important part of a book they have to they they describe Names, to me, are part of the descriptor of that character. And
1: that's a great name for a private investigator. So congratulations. Well, thank you. It's it's not really, as you'll find out, and I can't tell you this in the book because it's actually kind of part of a little joke and a, I, it's a giveaway, but it's not his real name. Well, we know that. <laughs> you and I know that. It's the people who haven't read the book yet. Yeah. <laughs> you'll
0: figure it out once you read it. It's yeah. a delightful book. And... Your book just released on the twenty first. So last week. Mm-hmm. I know you've been chatting, you've been busy promoting it and everything. Um, do you are you gonna stick for a while as Carrie Ann King and maybe move on to another one of these? Or are you gonna go back to Carrie Schaefer?
1: I'm both people all times. So um, this is why I've made my website be All Things Carrie, because right. Just I've got both of me are writing all the time. So I actually just released a Carrie Shaper, new Carrie Shaper in July. Um, right. So Deb Before Dinner is out in the world. I have a contract for another Carrie Ann King book, which I am currently finishing. It's due to my editor on Friday. <laughs> it's not in quite this, in this in this one, or is um, it, it's this? it's uh, it's a standalone. It's another standalone. I am a considering writing another book um to to follow up other people's things i I need permission to do that yeah
0: i would love to see it because it's a fun book i loved it it's heartbreaking in some areas but it's and it's funny but it's a really great book it's unlike anything i've read in a long time kudos to you for that thank you yeah so um who are you reading? Or do you even have time to read others? Now, you and I share a love of fantasy books. Mm-hmm. So um, have you read anything really good lately?
1: And if not, what are you reading? If you are? I, I'm reading all the time. Um, Really, honestly, what I'm reading right this minute is The Man Who Died Twice by Richard Ormsby. I oh, loved, yeah. I love these books. Love, love, love. I just, I can't have enough love this is his second in a series the first book was called the thursday murder club it's about a group of um 70 plus year old people who gather together on thursdays to solve cold cases and then an actual murder happens that that was in the first book this second one takes it even deeper because these characters are amazing i love that he is writing about older people who are still very smart very capable maybe pretty devious this book totally did not disappoint at all i read the first page and i was just so happy i was just like dancing pretty like um you know a lot of writers tell me
0: that they can't read while they're writing because mm-hmm. they don't want the overflow of words they don't want to get it by osmosis that's not a problem with you though I mean, it i have to be
1: careful about what i'm reading like um with writing a Carrie Ann King book. I may not want to be reading a lot of deep women's fiction. Um, although I, you know, honestly, no, nah, I just read. I, I read the, every now and then. I'll find a book that I know I shouldn't be reading while I'm writing what I'm writing because it's the voice is going to spill over and give me some trouble. But I can't not read, yeah. Pam. Yeah. It's like breathing. Yeah. How can how can you not? Uh, I agree. Uh, it's I had a a
0: strategy session this weekend with some of our admin team and it was amazing, but I didn't get to read. I was almost shaking because going two or three days without opening a book was very, is very traumatic for me. You know, the number of books that I read. So yeah, uh, you know, that, that was difficult for me, but, um, what, tell me your secret. A secret about you. Tell me something that nobody knows about you, but you don't mind telling.
1: Don't, oh dear. Now now see, now you're you're picking on me because you know that I have the tell me your secret show. Hmm. <laughs> hey, really? <laughs> Something that you know it
0: could be a hobby we don't know about. It could be you love to cook a certain kind of food. Like me, you know, you take off your clothes and dance in the moonlight. I don't know. You're you know,
1: you practice Wiccan and that's fine too. (laughs) (laughs) My secret goat. Um let me see. Something that not many people know about me. Um huh. I will tell you that I am a kombucha maker. Really? Yeah, um, what does
0: that entail? Is fermented
1: something or other? Isn't it's it? fermented. It's it has this really grody thing. It's actually it's called the mother. It <laughs> cracks me oh, up okay. all the time. Okay. On the top of your you you brew tea and you mix tea water and sugar together in a jar, and it has this thing. Okay. It looks like a placenta on right, top of a layer it. on top, right? Just like it's, red wine vinegar. Yeah, I know. Ooh, no, no, it's it's worse than red oh, wine. Okay. It's a, it's a disgusting-looking object, um, but it it makes the kombucha into kombucha. It's very cool. I and then it's tasty. What is, it's the, is the flavor sweet or savory or what? Um, it's sweet-ish. It's it's kind of it's a little bit like vinegar, but it's a little bit spicy. It's a little sweeter than vinegar. Um, sparkly. I don't know how to tell you. It's a little little fizzy. You've never I, tasted kombucha. I don't cuz I don't buy those things in the store I bu- I
0: buy organic tea leaves and I brew my own tea you know mm-hmm. in a specially made pot and I strain it you know and I I only use organic teas and honeys and things like that so I'm I'm not one that's ever had an interest in buying it just like I make my own yogurt versus going into the store cuz it's so much better I make really? my own uh, you know hummus so, so I mean, you I need to things. you
1: need to start making kombucha there you go. Is it, is it good for you for some reason? Yes, it is. It's really good for you. It's okay. got all kinds of good, um, oh, probiotics. Uh, that's Prebiotic. the word I was looking for. Yep. and probiotic. You'll have
0: yep. to send me the recipe. In the okay. meantime. You said all things carry is your website, but you can also just type in Carrie Ann King or Carrie Schaefer and automatically can. directs you to all things carry. It's a yep. fun site to look on because you see the split personality of my friend here. Goat herder on one side, goat goddess on the other side. <laughs> you, know, the, you can't beat it. And if you don't have, you better put a goat on there. I'm telling you, I, you know, I probably should, there are no <laughs> goats on my website. I thought I, I don't I, understand it. I don't understand it. Oversight.
1: Where can we find your books, please? Well, okay, of, of course, the Almighty Amazon. All of the Carrie Ann King eBooks you are going to find only on Kindle because being an Amazon imprint. The right. paperbacks you can find everywhere, um, Good. except for probably indie stores because some of them don't like Amazon very much, and then you can't get the books in. Which is unfortunate, but you can always ask. Um, you can find Carrie Schaefer uh, also, Amazon, other places. You just have a look. You may be in your local library. And as authors, we always appreciate if you don't find it in the library, if you ask your That's library awesome. to get it in. That's right. Um, do you have an audio um, an book, an audible book for your yes. stories? I do. All of them, as a matter of fact. So, well, not quite all, but um, all of the Carrie Ann King books are on Audible, yes. narrated by the lovely Terry Clark Linden. And yes. uh, Terry, um, except for... Uh, I did every, everything you are was narrated by another awesome. Um, we had a male uh, narrator for that one. Wow. Because it seemed to need it. So that was cool. Um, Terry and I have also partnered up for my Carrie Schaefer indie books. And um, she has Perfect. done my shot, uh, Shadow Valley Manor books for me. And Dead to Four Dinner is currently in review How and will be up on Audible any day now. Fun. Yeah. How fun.
0: Yeah. Anyone you want to give a shout out to, Carrie? Hmm.
1: So many people. Um, uh, Maddie Dawson. Love, love, love Maddie Dawson. Her books and mine have some things in common. Um, a little bit of magic with our women's fiction. Also, um, Barbara Davis. Same thing. She has a new book out, The Keeper of Happy Endings. Um, you should totally read that. It's been okay. a prime been prime reads this uh, this month. Top of the charts. Oh, wow. Um, moving into regular two-by coming up on the first. Um, those one more. Um, another, Women's Fiction with Magical Elements. I've been collecting them. Uh, Willa Reese needs a shout-out. This is her first book as Willa Reese. It's a new name change for her. It's called Wildwood Whispers, which is another fun book with magic yeah. in it and characters on a growth journey. So I, I am loving all of those right now. I love it. Um, I, you're going to be taking a
0: little hiatus to finish up some things. And then you'll be back at the beginning of the year with tell me your secrets yeah. I love your show. It's so much fun and you're always laughing with all your guests So I want to remind everyone that they can stop by tell me your secrets and listen to all of your either Watch the video or listen to the show on multiple platforms or on audio and video everywhere Please yeah. go to tell me your secrets, which you can find on Carrie's website or you can find it in
1: facebook. Correct? Yes, and it's on Apple Podcasts, um, all of those places. You Spotify, can find
0: it. Twitter, Apple, Google, you name it. It's, yeah. there.
1: it's everywhere.
0: And we're also on YouTube and Twitch and every place. So, so go. <laughs> Carrie, thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for having me. I get to see your sweet face and have a conversation with you. Thank you. I love talking to you, Um, listeners. uh, Thank you and and viewers. Thank you for being with me. This is Carrie Ann King, A.K.A. Carrie Schaefer. The new book is called Other People's Things. It's a fun book to read. I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks for being with me, everybody. And thank you, mom and dad. See you later.